Life All is right, good. Sherry Burke in Chapter 11. You know what else is good? What's that? Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Pixlet. My name is Kevin. With me, as always, is Phil. Hello. And today, we are picking up where we left off with uh, Resident Evil City of the Dead uh, by S.D. Perry. The one and only. Come on. The one and only S.D. Perry. And... Um, this is this is our first episode after episode 100, and at the end of episode 100, I feel like we made an announcement about something, uh, about a very special website. Phil, can you remind yes. me what that website is? You know, uh, it's 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 been requested uh, by very few people. Uh, no, I'm joking. We we uh, <laughs> we finally broke down, ladies and gentlemen, and we have started uh, the Pixelit Podcast Patreon. Uh, so if you go to patreon.com, the Pixelit Podcast, uh, you will be able to access uh, one of our three tiers of membership. Uh, you can just throw a buck every month just to, to show us how much you love us. Uh, but we've also got offers for bonus material in there. Uh, I'm going to be using this as an opportunity to um, write some more reviews and essays and that sort of thing so that we can get you all some cool new stuff. It's also an easy way way to get early access to our uh, episodes and bonus episodes that Kevin and I are already planning. Uh, we've already got ideas on what kind of bonus stuff we want to do. Uh, so we are getting this whole thing started and we've already got a nice uh, little collection of yeah. wonderful supporters in there yeah. and it means the world to me to see them there. Um, so yeah, so that's it's going to be fun. At the, at the second tier you get... Uh, free access to a bunch of our bonus material, early access to the episodes, and actually you'll also have voting power when it comes to anything we might put to the audience. If we say, hey, for this upcoming episode, for this holiday or whatever, like what would you rather us talk about? Um, we're going to put it to you guys because that makes it fun. And at that tier, you get to vote. And then finally, the very next level up has all of that good stuff. But on top of that, you're going to get a shout out from us at the end of every episode uh, because we love you. And, because we love you. Uh, because we love you. Uh, and and that's that's it. It's very cool. Uh, I'm really excited. People really Me seem too. to have been uh, happy to, to support us on this. Yeah. Already we're making, you know, we got a, a nice little a little uh, a bonus there that helps us pay for the upkeep yeah. of all this stuff. I mean, even, even it's just, it's nice to, yeah. you know, people people care about us and, and this really helps us pay for uh, just just the the business side of, oh, yeah. of doing a podcast, the hosting and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, it'll be a little bit before we actually break even on this endeavor, but that doesn't really matter to us as long no. as people are, are, uh, are happy and, and all that stuff. And just because even though it's a, it's a higher tier, I want to, I want to just shout out our first five, uh, yeah, patrons that, that joined. So, so starting, we got, we got Harry from video games are bad. He was, he was the first person to, as soon as go, we, Harry. We, we we posted it. He was he was right on there. We got Christopher Hicks. We got Gautam Jayanti. Uh, we got Brian Keeft, and we got our most recent rounding out the first five. We got Tim Reynolds, aka the man who married Phil and his yes. wife together. Yes, <laughs> it's true. It's true. It, and and I just and I got to say, you know, for I I always feel weird about things like this when money's changing hands and everything. And if you want to support us and you don't have a lot of money, there's going to be no uh uh shame to doing like a buck or something like that because honestly, when we see even a person willing to give us a dollar for doing this, it makes us feel really really damn good. Uh really warm it, on it, the inside. It, it either that or we need diapers. And it's it could be both. It could be could both. be both. I mean, we're, but yeah. we're it's around forty is when things start becoming questionable down there. Yeah, so. yeah. And I think <laughs> it, you, you never trust a fart after thirty. That is a fact. You never and, trust uh, a fart after thirty. You know. But we are going to be expanding on things like what are you playing? For example, will uh, 
the stuff, the games that we talk about on What Are You Playing, which I know a lot of you really enjoy, uh, it's going to be a really easy springboard for us to start with some brief discussion on the show and turn that into a full-fledged review or something like that if we feel particularly strong about it. Um, or even just a quick video where we get together and say, hey, we both beat this game. Let's uh, talk about our, our feelings about it. on it our yeah, feelings. for half an hour or something like that. And, and, and if that's something you want, awesome. And if it's not, if there's something specific you want, that's the other thing. Comment Reach on out. stuff and say, we'd love to, we'd love to see this. I'd love for you guys to talk about this. Yep. Uh, here's my fan fiction. Please review it. Uh, we won't, but it's, uh, it's, it's kind of even thinking. That's all there is to it. Yeah. I, I, uh, ditto, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Phil, what do you got there? Is that a um, is 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 that this? Gin? This is garden variety tap water. I'm afraid. Oh. I am. I am. It looks blue from here. Oh well, it is. It's it's a um, it's a uh, it's one of these ball uh, mason jars. Oh, they do these yeah, special yeah, mason jars. They're little tinted yeah. blue ones. Yeah, yeah. So we we have the mason jars that we use for actually canning stuff and then we have the mason jars that we drink out of and what's sometimes they swap spaces what's that thing that's uh, uh it's like sapphire something the the uh, bombay sapphire there we oh, go oh sure yeah 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 it, to oh, so, it totally has that tint you're absolutely right it, like it, i was yeah. like it has a tint of bombay sapphire yeah it does um, have that tint no, no <laughs> you know you're totally right no but actually today we uh, me and the wife went on a little weekend excursion and uh just got back a couple of hours ago and it's just like i think i just need to hydrate because i've been out in the sun <laughs> it would be nice if i could rehydrate and not pass out tonight uh without it being just based on sleep so yeah, see, how see how that goes see how that goes um yeah one time i was on a movie i was shooting shooting a short film and one of the actor actors uh stole a bombay sapphire oh, bottle God. from our cabinet and drank three quarters of it uh oh on set God. oh my god is this anyone i know no fortunately oh, not <laughs> what a shame all right, let's put the body in the marsh. Oh, yeah. Don't laugh! This ain't reality TV! All right, so we are starting back in with uh, chapter 12, and uh, it's an Ada Wong chapter. By the way, I feel like Ada has more chapters than Leon uh, from... <laughs> It, it it does start to blend, doesn't it? We get a lot of Ada, a lot of a lot of stuff from Ada's point of view. Yeah, I'm not yeah. complaining, but it no, and, you no. know it it also it sort of makes sense because like we already know Ada knows everything right. that's going on. Why tell the story from Leon's point of view, and if he's just going to be a dumb doofus, right about. <laughs> We, we already, you know what Leon's all about within the first five minutes and, and, and oh, gee shucks, I'm going to yeah, save Raccoon City. Exactly. Leave it to, <laughs> leave it to Leon. And, uh, but, but Ada Wong has a little more mystery and, and that kind of thing. And I really, I did enjoy, um, the inner monologue that we got from her and there's a little more struggle with her character in the book yeah. than perhaps you saw in the game. Yeah. Um, so we start back with Ada and she's, she's just taking a break in the lead detective's office and rubbing her feet. So, you know, shout out to the feet guys. Um, oh yeah. Little, little Ada Wong foot action for you. <laughs> Show <Ada> feet. <laughs> um, and she's considering the nature of how the T virus operates. And she's also wondering about, uh, Trent's motivations. So Trent. just like. Trent, yes. Trent is the one who has hired her. Yeah, we still got Trent. I kind of thought... We still got Trent. I kind of thought we were going to drop Trent at some point along the way, uh, but no. he has stuck through all three books so far. Yes, because uh, S.D. Perry saw that there was a huge gap in character motivations across the books <laughs> and was like, well, I got to do something about that. We better, we better do something. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um uh, and as she's leaving the room, uh, she notices that there are less zombies in the hallway than when she had first come in. 
Um, So she's like, all right, well, maybe it's another survivor as opposed to, say, and she refers to it as a tyrant retriever, which is something that she's been warned about. Um, which that I think like, it, which, that sounds like a dog breed from fucking hell. It, it does it sound like a dog breed from hell. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that he, she's referring to Mr. X in this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also believe that's what she's talking about. <laughs> she's like, I, I wonder if the, I, I, I hope it's not a tyrant retriever, uh, walking around the hells. Um, but yeah, we got a, most of the chapter is Ada's inner monologue. Just, you know, wondering about, everything really the t-virus all that all that stuff um and uh how she's kind of sore and tired and a little over it (laughs) yeah she is she is deeply over it it's it's you get nothing but grumpy ada like they keep hinting at like she she just like had no idea that this was going to happen today like she just got thrown into this and she's like great i gotta work on my day off this is cool yeah it it was her day off that's why she's wearing a dress yeah exactly proletarian ada wong we love her yeah yeah and not her um and not her uh tactical red turtleneck that yeah, she yeah. wears <laughs> in Resident <laughs> Evil 4. <laughs> in the next chapter, uh, we get Leon, and he's mm-hmm. at, at a weapons locker. He's trying to gear up, but there's been a run on equipment. Um, and he has a brief moment of panic uh, about, wait, wait, wait a minute. Might I be infected? Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like... Well, I guess there's no use worrying about it now. I'm either infected and I kill myself before anything happens or I don't. Yeah. So, yeah, I like that they that they they touched on that, but they they we cuz that's certainly something that I would think from time to time playing Resident Evil 2. I'd be like, I, I should be infected by now, right? Like that's how this works. These zombies keep biting my keep- my my they keep biting my neck. These I'm, smooth lines are eating working? me, and I need to... I don't know what's going on. The uh, leopards are eating my face. Right, right. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I, I appreciated at least some nod uh, uh, sure. to, to the fear of that. I thought that was that was smart. Yeah. Um, so Leon is in the garage investigating a dog, and he meets Ada Wong, and... Let me tell you, we've already met Ada Wong several times, but from Leon's point of view, she gets the full she gets the full SD Perry treatment. Oh, Uh, Leon, (laughs) Leon, you naughty, naughty scamp. It's like the description is the description is like, "Mm, yeah, she's got boots and heels and thighs and oh that dress. (laughs) Oh god. He he truly does. He modern country songs all over her. He's just like that short, short dress and the long, long legs. Just absolutely wonderful. I really appreciate that 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 uh SD Perry did not like she didn't describe she described Ada before, but then she re-describes Ada from yeah. the point of view of of a 20-year-old cop, you know, rookie uh, it's cop. It's so smart. It's it's actually <laughs> it's actually incredibly smart because that's yeah, that's totally like, different. This is <laughs> and this is how Leon sees her. Uh-huh. Oh, oh. Leon. Leon, Leon is, is tugging at the collar. Oh, going you hello, scamp. nurse. Yeah, um, yeah. Full on plumes of smoke rising she up is from under all his collar. Femme and all fatal. Oh yes. Oh, <laughs> um, Leon. So Leon, of course, helps to uh, agrees to help her look for the reporter that she's looking for, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Ada is just looking for her boyfriend, and the boy and the reporter might know where 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 he is. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. She's just looking for her boyfriend. Just helping helping out. uh, Chapter 13. We got Claire. And uh, Sherry's run off. Claire doesn't know where she is. Uh, So she goes back to Brian Irons' office, but he's gone. And so is the body of the mayor's daughter. Yes. So Claire assesses... That's never a good sign. (laughs) Never a good sign. Claire assesses her priorities and adds finding Sherry to the list. Meanwhile... There's a thump that comes from the roof of the building. And she's like, oh, well, uh, I don't know what that is. Could that be a thing that Sherry was scared of? 
So she goes around, walking around the hallways to investigate, and she walks around the corner, and here comes Mr. X in all his glory, he, resplendent, oh. you know? <laughs> it's such a great uh, 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 introduction. It's he's, wonderful. He's got the... So I, in the remake, they just made his, his trench coat just straight up black, um, mm. which... I have a feeling it was green in the original because it was harder to pull off like it being just jet black and also I, looking detailed. I feel like it was, but I'm going to look it up here. Well, it's meant and it's mentioned in the description that it's a long like forest green trench coat or something like that. Right. And and SD Perry's description. So I have a feeling it was like green with the intention of like, but it's really black. Yeah, it was, it's, it's almost like an olive drab kind of military looking jacket. Yeah. So he shows up and uh, he is terrifying. He's got that white face with the skull and uh, Claire decides, oh, shit, and shoots. She just empties her gun into him. Um, and she has shoots him seven times yep. and he takes a knee and she's like, okay, well, I killed him. Um, I guess this isn't the monster that I don't think this is the monster that scared Sherry off because, uh, Mr. X was more like some soulless machine, bloodless flesh that could ignore pain or embrace it is, is Claire's description of it. And I was yeah. like, that's a pretty good description of it. That's not bad. <laughs> Not bad. Um, so Claire isn't sure what to do. She just kind of stands in the hallway like, what the fuck do I do? Uh, Mr. X wakes up <laughs> as he does when you. Yep. He doesn't ever actually die. He just kind of takes a breather. He's like, I just got to take a moment. Yeah. It's going to be down. I here just for needed a, a minute. I'll be right with you. I'll be right with you. Um, Mr. X wakes up and takes a big old swing at Claire. She dodges and runs past him and just, she just keeps going. She's just going just gonna to run. Just going to spend some time running. Um, we cut to Ada. Ada and Leon have found Ben in a cell and Ada begins interrogating him about what he knows. And Ben's like, I'm not going to tell you. Why would I do that? That would be Why stupid. Why would I do that? That would be stupid. I'm in the safest spot right now in the city. Which I think is a different different between the original and the remake. I think in the remake, the guy's like, you got to let me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Please, like help me. Please help me. Um, so, and Ada's like, all right, well, this is useless. And in her internal monologue, it's like, all right, well, do I just kill everyone now? Do I just kill Leon and Ben and fuck <laughs> off? Like, this is pointless. So she's like, all right, well, no, I'm not going to kill Leon, and I can't kill Ben while Leon's here. So, uh, and then she just like runs down the hallway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty uh, great. It, she probably, over the course of, of this book, uh, probably considers killing slash leaving Leon to die. I don't know, maybe 500 times. It's and once a chapter. Yeah, least, once a yeah. chapter, she considers, <laughs> should I just kill him now? I should just um, do it right, right? Yeah. But it becomes <laughs> he becomes far more puppyish as the book goes on, and even Ada Wong won't kill a puppy. Even Ada Wong won't kill a puppy. That's so right. She has killed probably some of the dogs in the... Uh, in the um, course of in, without like, question thinning out the mansion oh uh, yeah. thinning out the the police station rather yeah and she has 100 uh, percent been to just a regular garden variety dog fight uh, 100%. uh just even if it was on like a mission where she's undercover or something but you know she's seen some you know, fucked she's up been shit. to dog fights she's been to yeah. cock fights yeah and she's yeah. been to cock fights exactly <laughs> <laughs> but puppies <laughs> She's steering clear of my friend. Not gonna hurt a puppy. Even Ada Um, Wong's got a limit. Chapter fourteen. Brian Irons. uh, He's not gonna get into it too much. He's just really fucking creepy in this chapter, (laughs) and he's just thinking about taxidermying uh, the girl's body, and he's also just like, 
it's also a lot of background information about his corruption and how he got paid, how the like the Birkins paid him three hundred thousand dollars to look, mm-hmm. overlook things and all that shit. Um, yeah. So that's most of his motivation in one chapter. Chapter fourteen, we come, we cut to Claire. She has made her way over to the Star's office. Now she is went from one wing of the to the bill of the building to the other just by mm-hmm. sprinting which is amazing given that she just didn't have to unlock 15 doors yes everything you know when you don't have to find 19 different themed keys things seem to clip along uh very nicely uh so yeah, yeah she just gets there yeah so claire's in the star's office uh there's not much there and she's thinking about Chris while uh, sitting at his desk and she strengthening her resolve. Uh, Claire, though, is running out of ammo uh, and having trouble getting the thought of Mr. X out of her mind. But she's like, well, fuck it. Gotta gotta do something. Gotta go. Gotta keep moving. Yeah. So she goes out of the star's office in and into the hallway and she meets a liquor for the first time. Yes. And Classic. there is some really good description of of what the liquor is. I want to. I think I highlighted. Let me just let me just bring it up yeah. for a second. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go here. Let me just make sure I actually highlighted it in my notes. Um. Oh God, <laughs> I'm just look, looking at some. Um. Oh, it, it, you know what it was? It was, it was like it was like Lovecraftian, uh, the way it was uh-huh. kind of described. And she looked up, still not sure what she was seeing or hearing. That ragged breathing and the tick of talons on the wood. The talons themselves, thick and curved. The claw of a creature that couldn't exist. Big, the size of a full-grown man. But the resemblance ended, ended there. And it was so impossible that she could only see it in pieces, her mind struggling to put them together, which yeah. is like so Lovecraft. Like that's a Lovecraft line. Absolutely. Is. Yeah. Steve yeah. Perry wrote one. It's fantastic. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. It feels very, yeah. The, this, the thing that should not be kind of thing. It's wonderful. Yeah. The inflamed purplish flesh of the naked long limbed creature that clung to the ceiling. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's great. I Um, love it. Yeah. And, and there, there's a nice little detail. It goes, the scar rimmed holes where the eyes should have been. There is a thought that interrupts the description. Claire's single thought is not seeing this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It made me think of the uh, the interjection from the first Resident Evil book of just "Holy shit, it's a snake!" in all caps. It's just, <laughs> it's got that feeling to it. It's just wonderful. It's terrific. Uh, yes, um, yes. Overconfidence is an insidious killer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she manages to kill it. Uh, not before it scares the shit out of her, but she basically, you know, she had she had 12 rounds left. She has seven left after she she finishes shooting it, which, you know what? Not bad. As far as liquor killing skills are concerned, you know, five. Yeah, not, not bad, bad at all. Not you bad. Know, they, they can be a little bit spongy. Yeah, um, absolutely. Especially with a regular handgun. Oh, yeah. Uh. We cut to Leon, uh, chapter 15. Leon tracks down Ada in the kennel, and she's trying to escape through a manhole, uh, but she can't get the cover up. Um, and he's, like, starting to realize that she's playing him yeah. a little bit. He's, he, we're almost halfway through the book, and he's like, I'm starting to think that this girl might be untowards. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we're on the same page here. Miss Wong! <laughs> I then I use then 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 my next note is Ada uses flirt. It's super effective. Yeah, it's super <laughs> effective. Oh Ada. She knows exact she knew this kid before he was even born. She knows exactly what she's doing. 
Magnificent, Leon, Ada. Leon helps her open the sewer. Yep. <laughs> Roll a nat 20 on Seduce the Dragon. Knock yourself out there, Ada. We're proud of you. Holy she's shit. just like... She's uh, Leon's like, is there something you're not telling me? And, <laughs> and Ada's like, I don't know. Is there? Is and, there? and Leon's like, yeah, I'll open the door. The I manual think for you. She's got a trustworthy face. <laughs> <laughs> she's got the face and the yeah. boobs and the legs. And, and the, I guess I'm fi- <laughs> she's fine. <laughs> and I'm just, it's hot in here. Does anyone else notice how hot in here it is? Why is it so darn hot in here? Oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, then they hear Ben <laughs> screaming and they go back. They run back towards yeah. him. <laughs> the moment is ruined. Yeah, just like Ben dying. Ugh. Ugh. So the scene cuts over to Sherry, um, who is now in uh, back in Iron's office looking for Claire, um, and she hears someone running down the hallway, and it is Claire. They are reunited, and Sherry describes the monster that has been looking. Uh, for her and it is definitely not mr x it is it is uh it's got brown hair and a really fucked up arm that's not sherry's words but you know she's 12 i'm sure she could have said that she would have said that she would have at some point she would have said that you know maybe in another year or two in another year or two yeah yeah um and then sherry talks a little bit more about her life and how her parents are the worst parents in the world <laughs> this is like this is like the the description of her parents is basically like every horror story i've ever heard of anyone who has dated married or been raised by engineers yeah it's just it's just this stereotype of like hmm, we have a child now anyway on to my mechanisms it's a real shame it's a real shame yeah uh sherry's like uh, Claire's like, I'm sorry I left you alone. And Sherry's like, I'm used to being alone. <laughs> she just, I love, she's just that kid who doesn't realize how emotionally damaged she has been and just blurts right. out the most horrifying stuff. Yeah. So matter of factly. She's like, it was like days before Sherry, like her parents leave and then it's just days go by. Yeah. And then it's like, Sherry, why don't you go to the police station? She's like, well, I went to my neighbor's house, but she was gone already. Yeah. It's not even, you can't even compare her to like Newt or something like that because Newt at least recognized that she was in a fucked situation. Sherry's just kind of like, well, they said Sherry. they'd be back and they've always left and never come Sherry back. Sherry so. is the dog in this, in the, this is fine cartoon. Yes. Yeah. But is unironically saying this is fine. Yeah. No, this, this is fine. This is how mom and dad always have been. And like, honestly, nothing's changed except for the zombie. Except for the whole dad being a horrifying eyeball mutant thing. That That's yes. a little weird. But the rest of it's right. about the same. Which Sherry doesn't even know yet. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't, she doesn't so, even know that it's her dad. So it's right um, on point with what she's used to, frankly. Yeah. So Sherry and Claire investigate the office for anything of use, and Claire finds a blood stain on the floor that should also be on the wall, but isn't. And they look around, and they find a switch for the door. And it reveals an elevator, and Claire's like, now, Sherry, <laughs> I'm going to leave you alone again in this office. And How about like, you be real cool, Sherry, and uh, don't fuck this up for me. And, well. And, and Claire's like... Now, Sherry, the designers didn't want to deal with a kid. (laughs) (laughs) Tagging along. So at this point, we got to part ways for a moment. Just a little Um, bit. Just a little bit. But you'll be fine. Sherry's upset. She's like, well, Claire's just another adult who lies. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Which, (laughs) yeah. Again, she's used to this. She's used to it. Uh, Chapter 16, we get an Annette Birkin point of view. Yes. Uh, She is in a monitor room looking at security cameras for any sign of William. Uh, She wants to destroy the lab and him and all the other monsters and the samples of the G-Virus so that Umbrella can't have it. And then then she wants to sell it to another bidder. Um, Also, Annette doesn't seem to know that the police station was overrun. She's like, she's like, ah, the police are 
you know, Sherry's fine. The police, the police got her. She's just a stellar <laughs> mom. Just stellar, stellar mom. Just yeah. the best. Just momming like you wouldn't believe. Um, chapter 17, Ada Wong, uh, point of view, Leon and Ada find Bell, Ben L out of his cell and he is clearly dying. Um, Ben tells Ada about what he knows about Umbrella and Chief Irons, which Ada already knows. So she's like, ah, this poor dumb schmuck. Like, yeah, he just he wasn't he even just, useful. There's yeah, he just died for <laughs> nothing. Like absolutely useless. Amazing. Well done. It's like it's like this is a this is a, a, an info dump for Leon, but for yeah. Ada, it's like this is useless. Just. <laughs> Just useless. <laughs> so that's why I really love the fact that we get a lot of these point of views from from Ada. Like yeah. Ada already knowing this shit. It's just yeah. like really turns it on its head. It'd be like, it's not a mist, you fucker. It's we, perfect. I, it's perfect because it it like it it's we've talked about this with this book series before, where it's like Perry uh she jumps ahead of the puzzles. We don't we don't get the tedious puzzles over and over again. And now right. we're doing it emotionally and expositionally. Where it's just like if Leon was here, he'd go, What? But Ada Wong just Chief just, Irons. You fucking idiot. Oh, what a waste of flesh. Great. He's like, good. He's like, he didn't know about the G virus. He didn't know about anything. Yeah. Kind of a <sighs> shitty NPC, are you? And then uh, an alien baby erupts from his chest and yep. it just hello my babies on out of the room. On out of the room. Yep. It's <laughs> just Michigan J Frogs right on out yeah. of there. <laughs> I always forget that's his name. <laughs> what a good name. Oh, God. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime girl. And it's gone. And it's gone. <laughs> oh, you got your fez out. I got my fez. <laughs> Um, so at this point, Ada decides to nope out, nope on out of this mission. <laughs> she gets the shit out of there. She's like, this is about the time I should just leave. Um, and she goes to leave, but Leon's like, I'm coming with you. And she's like, <sighs> yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah. She really does. Like, you can tell that in her mind, she's like, well, He'll absorb a few zombie bites. Uh, that'll be fine. Yes. That's just fine. One more warm fine, body. Fine. Just let him let him come along. Jesus. Just, I don't. I'm not gonna feed him though. <laughs> not gonna feed him. That's, he's on his own for food. <laughs> um. And what's hilarious is like they are only a couple years apart. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Leon is 20. We don't get an age for Ada, but I'm gonna yeah, assume but- like. I'm going to say like 25 or something. Yeah, yeah that 25 was pushing too. 40, you know? Yeah, well, that's just it. Ada has lived. Ada, is, Ada you know, when in Resident Evil 4, Leon by this time is this jaded, gruff, you know, still a dork, but but he's seen yeah. some shit kind of guy. Ada is in Resident Evil 4 right now. She's already yes. there. She's already there. She's this already there. <laughs> And, and Leon's uh, in Resident Evil too, you know, as he should yes, be. Yes, exactly, as he should be. <laughs> um, so uh, we we jump over to Claire, um, and Claire is standing at a medieval door at the end of a hallway, and she's like, "Should I go in?" And she does. She goes yeah. inside. She goes inside, and she finds an empty room with a bunch of cutting uta- utensils on a table in the middle. And whoops, Brian Irons is like hiding in the shadows and he has Claire dead to rights. Yeah. Um, We cut back over to Leon. Uh, Chapter 18, uh, Leon and Ada are going into the sewers where they find a lot of dead bodies that were left over from the initial police station attack. Um, And they fight a giant spider. Yeah. They murder the shit out of it. They just (laughs) kill the fuck out of that spider. And then Ada's like, let's go. And she runs yeah. off into the hall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's kind of one of her best moves. She kind of like, she just like, she, they work together for about five minutes. And then she goes, oh, something over there. I better uh, go. And just fucking hauls ass and, and leaves. It's I great. think somebody's calling me from down the hallway. Yeah. Oh, Leon. look, a distraction. Uh, I've got to go Leon, see behind you, that. a three-headed monkey. Yeah. <laughs> 
there's just he turns. There's just an Ada-shaped cloud like mid-run. He, he turns and Guybrush Threepwood is standing there. He's, <laughs> <laughs> and suddenly he's <laughs> and suddenly Leon's in Monkey Island. And I need you, you know, to know that I would pay so much money for a Lucas Arts. Uh, uh, Resident Evil point-and-click adventure game. I oh, need. Gosh. I would pay full price on launch Ooh. day for that. I uh, for a for a nine-verb fucking that's, Resident Evil puzzle game would be amazing. Amazing, absolutely. Um, it's 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 a it's a miracle that has meant to happen. That is all there is to it. I agree. I agree. Uh, we jump back to Brian Irons, and he has Claire at gunpoint, and he thinks that she is an umbrella agent and begins interrogating her. Uh, and she's like, no, I'm here to find my brother, uh, Chris Redfield. And he's like, oh, yeah, you do look like a Redfield. I hate Chris. <laughs> it's like it doesn't help her situation at all. Yeah, yeah, just completely <laughs> wrong reputation for her. It's uh, Yeah, um, should have just and stayed quiet. I, uh, so my next note is even when murdery irons is horny, um, yes. because he's, I, especially when murdery, I get the impression. <laughs> so I, I, I highlighted this. Um, he could see it in the way she stumbled back, her lips trembling, her young chest heaving in a most <laughs> delicious <laughs> way. <laughs> I mean, you can't, you can't, cannot negate points for accuracy on fucking creepers <laughs> it it's it's not miss perry oh, it's God. not that you're not correct it's that it makes us uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just i just saw that line and i couldn't i was like oh god no i mean yes true yeah okay, yeah it's, this it's is how that- this is his thought process. I yep. agree. Yep. Um, yeah, just 100%. the phrase, just, just really, the, you know, the heaving, the heaving. Heaving um, is a bummer of a word and it's unheaving. It it's <laughs> underrated in terms of gross words that no one should or likes to say, you know, it, it, it's, it's a bummer. Yeah. I want to say, does, uh, what's your name? Um, uh, in Clue, I want to say one. There's a line. One of the oh, characters. oh, uh, Madeline Kahn's like heaving, yeah. heaving breaths, <laughs> flame, flame, flames, flames on the side flame. of my face, flames on the side of my face, <laughs> heaving, heaving breaths. <laughs> that was one of my earliest crushes. Madeline Kahn was one of my oh, earliest geez. crushes. Uh, Madeline Kahn, listen, you kids listening to it to this. If there's kids listening to this, young, uh, young punks. stop listening. Your parents should not be letting you listen to us. Uh, but also, go watch some things with Madeline Kahn in it. She was a comedic god. Um, mm. Just her timing and everything. Uh, the last thing I believe she was on was... Um, do you remember uh, uh, Bill Cosby's second TV show? It was like his... It was like late '90s, early 2000s, and it was him and Felicia Rashad again. They were playing different characters, but it was like uh, Madeline Kahn was in it as the neighbor. Like I've not heard of this Cosby. Is it just called Cosby? Yes, that's wild. I have never heard of this. It was just called Cosby, and I remember uh, Madeline Kahn was was in it, and it was 1996 uh, to 2000. Wow. Yeah. That's weird. I don't like that. <laughs> I like I like that even when he had a good reputation, he had a TV show that we all just agreed to forget about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's on 83, 83 episodes of Cosby. Wow. Um, yeah. And that was her last work? That was her last work. Oh, what a bummer. Poor Miss Khan. <laughs> what a, yeah. I mean... It was the last, yeah, it was, it was the thing that aired the, it was, um, yeah. Mm. Uh, Anyway. Anyway. Bill Cosby. Not great. (laughs) Not, not Madeline Kahn. Madeline Kahn. Amazing. Uh, If anything, go watch Clue. She is in a, in a, in a stacked cast 
of actors, Madeline Kahn is possibly the best person in that yeah, movie. Yeah, in a, in, a, in a cast where there are no weak links. There uh, is zero weak links in that yeah, cast. None. None whatsoever. It's amazing. Um, so uh, Irons uh, corners Claire, uh, but just before he's going to do bad things to her, he gets attacked by a tentacle that wraps around his ankle and pulls him away. Um, and then we're in chapter 19 and Claire reacts to irons being taken. And then she yeah. hears the monster screaming from nearby and then irons screaming for his life until he stops. And yes. then there's some bubbly sounds. Um, Claire is about to leave the room when the monster throws irons bisected body back into the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and Claire's like, no, this, this is the monster that Sherry was talking about. Um, so she throws a tarp over the, over irons, body. And she's like, all right, well, let me go get Sherry. Chapter 19, uh, continued. We're in Ada's point of view. Ada ran ahead because she needed to plant the keys that she was holding. She already had the keys because she already solved the damn puzzles. Mm -hmm. She needed to plant the keys somewhere ahead so that she didn't have to come up with an excuse of why she already had the keys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she uses the excuse of, I hate spiders, um, <laughs> as, as, as the reason why she... Uh, <laughs> Fine, I'll allow it, you know, just... <laughs> I'll allow it. Yeah. Um, Ada begins flirting with him really hard. Really hardcore, and the one of my favorite lines in the book comes up where she realizes that Leon isn't totally get like totally buying her flirting. Uh huh. She says, Well, he's not a fool for his tool. <laughs> Good line. Good line. <laughs> not a fool for his tool. Well done. Like, no notes. Yes. No notes. 10 out of 10. No notes. Yeah. He's definitely. <laughs> if anything, Leon is not a fool for his tool. No. Um, no. Not a oh, dork Leon. for his dork. No. Um, not a dork for his pork. No. <laughs> not a dick for his dick. Uh, wait, no. <laughs> um. Leon's like, so where'd you learn to shoot? And Ada's like, paintball. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, she's like, I'm not sure if Leon is buying this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to go. Her internal monologue is like, I don't know. I'm running on, on fumes here. <laughs> I literally expected her to like, like slowly turn to him and go, do you buy that? Because just... <laughs> Is that yeah okay. yeah okay all right paintball okay. then paintball. and meet up with the girls and he kind of we... does like he doesn't but he kind of does yeah. it's weird <laughs> um and leon finds the keys that she tossed uh but they are interrupted by the implant that had been in ben turning into just some horrible womb monster that has crabs uh spewing out of it yeah and just just grotesque and uh they it it really was a the way it's described is like this feels like a splatter house boss yeah totally <laughs> totally that really over the top gross out yeah absolutely it was like i was like i don't remember this from resident evil 2 did this happen i can't remember <laughs> i don't remember either to be honest uh, uh, anyway, it, it grows and swells and turns into a giant womb monster. And there's these bioluminescent crabs that start spewing out of it. And they're green. They're fighting off the crabs and they're attacking Ada. And they're on Ada's skirt and tearing at her, her dress. And uh, Leon runs out of shotgun ammo and Ada beats it to death with yeah. the shotgun. Awesome. <laughs> I'm back. I'm in. <laughs> um, and then when they fight it off, they, they, you know, continue having moments. And Leon's like, paintball, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good for you, Leon. 
We're real proud of you, bud. You got there. Uh, you got there. You got there. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're in chapter 20 now. Um, uh, and a, a Sherry point of view. Sherry has gone down to the Irons torture chamber and sees how gross it is. And uh, despite Claire's attempts to avoid the tarp, Sherry puts two and two together that irons have been chopped up or something. Yeah. <laughs> and Sherry's like, I don't even know why she bothered trying to hide this thing. I don't think any of us do. It, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I I can't tell you how much I love this book. I mean, it's like every uh, it's moment so <laughs> is, is just turns it up a little bit more because yeah. it's like Claire and Leon are... They are the, you know, these Pollyanna, like, do-gooder, and everybody around them is, like, even the kid is, like, these fucking people, these fuckers are, yeah. like, <laughs> like, I appreciate, Sherry's like, I appreciate, I appreciate what Claire's doing here, but why did she even try bother hiding the body? <laughs> right. It's fantastic. It's kind of like, uh, she kind of, it, we get these little glimpses behind uh, the eyes of people who are more like regular people watching a sure. video game being played. We're like, wait, why did you do that? That's there's no point of that. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So um, they continue uh, down into the basement near some sort of waste treatment plant, and uh, Sherry likes Claire because even though she's not, she's Sherry's very aware of the situation they're in. She appreciates. Claire's effort to hide her from the worst of it. She's like, yeah, she doesn't have to. I I've seen worse already in my life. I saw a police station full of cops get torn apart by zombies, but you know, she makes an effort. Um, yeah, exactly. As soon as they start trudging through the, the wastewater, Mr. X shows up um, and they run down the, the treatment water and they get to a big door and they shut it. But something about the water current pulls Sherry away and down into another tunnel. And hey, there's a oh, munchkin. Munchkin with a dab. <laughs> um, and just a reminder, uh, this is wastewater. Uh, uh-huh. She wakes, yeah, with her in her mouth. It's uh This is, this is poo water. Poo water. Delight. This is, even if you survive, this is going to be some sort of. Everyone's got infections that are going to need to be looked at after this. Giardia, uh, (laughs) sepsis. Yeah, Yeah, everyone's, everyone's sick. Like, like, you're going to come out of this alive, maybe, but you're going to need, like, a a, a lot of antibiotics. That's all all there's to it. All the antibiotics. Yeah, yeah. Um, And uh, to close out this section of the book, we get back to Annette. Um, Annette is in the sewer. She's running. She's moving through. Uh, she's finally figured out that William had to have left the laboratory, uh, area. So she's going up. Uh, she's going up while all of our other characters are going down. And, uh, while she's walking, she sees a couple of people and she's like, ah, they're from umbrella. And she just shoots at them. And, uh, she hits the one, that is the male. And she's like, mm-hmm. and, and Annette's like, I'm a, uh, away. <laughs> and Annette <laughs> smoke bombs away. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. She just so just shit yeah, like she moment. shoots, she shoots Leon. Um, <laughs> and that's where we leave it. <laughs> Burking away. Just <laughs> Burking away. Smoke bomb. Uh, <laughs> Man. Uh, how are you enjoying it so far? Phil? I, I gotta say, we, when we first started the show, the first Resident Evil book, it was like, yeah, you know what? This is surprisingly good. This is re- really enjoyable. Um, and with the second book, Caliban Cove, I know we really, we were like, okay, now we're having a lot of fun with some original stuff. This is kooky and zany and fun. SD Perry's having fun. So are we. This is where she finally is like, oh, no. This franchise belongs to me. She is kicking so much ass. This is the best one yes. so far, without a question. Yeah. I I love her take on the Resident Evil yeah. um universe. I it it almost makes me wish that there had been more um kind of more 
two-way like influence obviously she's a writer for hire yeah you know she's way down the food chain she's she is just hired by like you know the publisher gets the rights and then they hire her and it's like cap capcom's like yeah great you know another yeah. income source they're not even yeah. really paying attention not, to yeah, what they're, she's they're doing they're like probably. okay did you did you fuck up royally no okay fine whatever very good uh, yeah <laughs> cool so yeah um but uh, I, and i've heard so many people talk about how on different you know uh like youtube videos or whatever they'll off offhandedly reference uh, uh, davis on the scary game squad um yeah. will occasionally reference the fact that he read these books when he was a kid mm-hmm. um and it's just funny to think about that it was such a big part of a lot of young people's resident evil fandom yeah uh growing up and that you know i i think a lot of people forget that they're still there and they're still very good even they're if, still very you know, good yeah, and they, they maintain a bit of a tighter canon than the than the games did. Yes, yes, they absolutely <laughs> do. Um, if you're willing to just be cool about the fact that a lot of this is out of date uh, compared to the canon these days, uh, then it's still so damn good. It's still so fucking good. It's great. Yeah, yeah. So, um, with all of that being said. What are you playing? Oh, um, just trying to see uh, how long how long I could make that pause, how pregnant that pause could get before that, I that pregnant was ready to burst is what it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I finished Dredge. Uh, absolutely loved it. As if there was any doubt. Um, oh, you gonna, finally you did you uh, you did the um, the the quote-unquote good ending did you get around to or i did not i just i just beat it uh i want to come back to it at some point this year and play sure just really do it up a little bit um but it's just it it, i really loved that game it just felt good to explore it felt good to um investigate and everything like that it was it it just it ticked a lot of boxes for me and i i really enjoyed my time with it um Outside of that, I actually have been playing a lot of Far Cry 6. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, because it finally is on Steam and not just on the Epic Store. And and to celebrate, they made it 15 bucks. So what was I going to do? I've been playing all the Far Cry games basically since 3. And uh, it's nonstop for me. And uh, now so I've got to I've got to give this one a shot. Uh, and I'm about, I don't know, six, seven hours into it, which means I've, I've just started uh, for all intents and purposes. <laughs> um, but it's 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 OK. Uh, it's all right. It, it's uh, it's I don't like it as much as the other ones. It's 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 probably the weakest of the modern Far Cry games. Um you don't improve yourself. You're you're just looking for better guns and upgrading the guns, um, which feels like it's kind of missing the point on a lot of the themes that Far Cry would investigate. Um, right. It's it feels like they've simplified it a lot. To the, it, it makes me think of the complaints I heard from some people about going from Morrowind uh, to Oblivion where it, they simplified a lot of the aspects of it, and it's still clearly of its franchise, but it just doesn't scratch the itch quite as well as previous incarnations of it. I also think right. that um, the villain is right now very bland compared to other villains, and Far Cry has kind of always existed on its bad guys yeah um, the villains are pretty much they're they they steal the show normally absolutely but i'm having fun uh wrecking shit in paradise uh which has always been the far cry way so i, I know i'll i know i'll play it to the end uh, unless it gets really really fucking bad uh but uh eh, so far i'm enjoying it what about you kevin what are you playing um, let's see. I have a whole slew of things that I've kind of started playing with. Um, I think I talked last week a little bit about Shadows of Doubt, which is 
Actually, no, we didn't do a we didn't did we did not do what are you playing last week? That's right, because we did our hundredth episode special. Um, yeah. Okay, Shadows of Doubt is a procedural M sim um, or immersive simulation um, that is uh, you play as a detective and you're 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 in a city that's you know you can you can generate the city. It could be like. In, uh, small, medium, or large. Mm-hmm. The the medium one is like four city blocks or something like that in terms of size. Um, and uh, the you are investigating murder cases, and the murder cases are random. Like so, there's huh. there's a random victim, and then it you know there's like the uh, the perpetrator and the clues and all that stuff. Um, so it's really fascinating. Um, it's still early days. It's early access on it, but it's it's worth checking out if you're into M Sims and and that kind of procedural generation stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to totally explain everything that's cool about it, but I'll just say go and check it out. Maybe watch a couple videos on it, to, and you can start to see um, what's going on what's uh, the, uh, under the what's surface. What's the name of that again? Shadows of Doubt. Yeah, I definitely want to check that out. That sounds interesting. Yeah. Um, and the other... Um, I've been playing Power Wash Simulator a lot just because... <laughs> nice. I just needed something to vibe, you know? I just needed to chill. Yeah, why not? And right now I'm clearing, I'm cleaning Lara Croft's mansion. Um, so, you know, I, 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 why not? Um, because it is this, it's funny, it's, you know, I didn't realize this, but Power Wash Simulator is a Square Enix game. It's published by Square Enix. Oh, I didn't um, so it has, it has like clean Lara Cross Mansion <laughs> in there, um, which the recent Tomb Raider games were Square Enix, right? Were published yes. by them? Yes. Yes. Published by them. Uh, the first two yeah. were Crystal Dynamics. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else have I been playing? Um, I have purchased Darkest Dungeon 2. Um, okay, I'm going to need to hear uh, your, your review on that when the time comes. I'm hearing a lot of mixed messaging on that one. Yeah, I have not, haven't played it yet, but I I got it. And we'll see. Um, we'll see how it goes. Um, it's still in early access, I believe. Is it? I didn't know that. Okay. Maybe. That could make a difference. That could make a big difference. Yeah. We'll see. Um, yeah. And what else? I uh, Because of... Um, because I watched a video by Super Eyepatch Wolf about mm-hmm. fear and hunger. A ah, R- yes. <laughs> RPG I, maker fam- game. I'm familiar with this video, yes. <laughs> that has been like stuck in my head ever since. Sort of like how he talks about in the video how it like never um, left his, his brain. After watching the video, I was like, I became slightly obsessed with fear and hunger. I was like, I was like looking up everything about it. I bought the game and I tried it out for a little bit. Um, it's definitely a game uh, for me of like, hey, I'll watch videos on. After playing it, I was like, yes, no, it's a game I'll watch videos on rather than actually get involved with. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I, was like, I played it for like 10 minutes. And I'm like, nope, I'm good. <laughs> ah, see. That's a... Uh... That's very uh, uh, pathologic for me. It's like, yes. I'm going to watch a lot of videos about this. I'm going to watch every goddamn video it. on pathologic ever made and not play it. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm glad it's there. I'm glad lots of nerds like to talk about it. I'm interested. Yeah. Uh, and that's that. We're, that's where we leave. I have I have tried and played to I've bounced off pathologic to five times maybe now. Mm-hmm. Um it is just an unforgiving little game, and it's like you're playing it, and you're like, "Ah, oh, this is so." There's so much neat stuff in it, but it's just, ah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's like a lot of things. I, it's kind of like John Waters for me, if I'm being completely sure. honest. It's one of those things where it's like, I appreciate what you're doing. I want you to be around, and I want you to keep making this stuff. 
I'm not going to watch it, but uh, but I'm sure that it means a lot to someone else. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm glad it means a lot to them. Yes. Moving on. <laughs> moving on. And I'm moving on. Yeah, that's 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 my full review on Pathologic. Right I there. feel like that's that could be a, a lot more people could take that tact uh, yeah. with with criticism, critique and review. Oh, or a lot absolutely. of people lean way too hard into I hate this thing and also nobody should like it. You know, yeah, um, that, I've always felt that way there. Just because I don't like it doesn't mean that it's bad. It just means it's not for me. Yeah. Uh, and at, I totally at the agree. risk of angering his stands, that's basically how Dunky reviews everything. Yeah, um, eh, pretty is, much. Is is he hates JRPGs and therefore he thinks they should be they're terrible. And right. May, right. I know it's a bit, but whatever. It's a bit, but yeah, it's still it's. He's it, also it, an asshole. It gets exhausting <laughs> after a while. Um, and let's see. Finally, on the list of things that I have been playing recently. Um, is uh, Far Cry 6 too, because as you said, it was on sale for $15. Uh -huh. um, and listen, I can't not play. I mean, I played, I didn't try Far Cry until you were like, Far Cry 5 is, you were, you you loved Far Cry 5. And I'm like, okay, I'm, yes. I'm going to play Far Cry 5. And then I played Far Cry 5 and I was like, oh, okay. Um, it's like, it's it's good. The gunplay is really good. And oh. Far Cry Six, I can I understand your concerns with it, but it's like, oh, the gunplay is still very good. It still yes. feels good to shoot people. Oh, without question, <laughs> it feels great. There's no, yeah, it, it, and that's the thing. That's why I'm still playing it. It feels terrific. It's it's not yeah. the same, but uh, but it has enough of that little num 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 num, num that uh, it'll yeah. keep me going for a while. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. At least until Bolt Gun comes out. Until Bolt Gun comes out. That's when, correct. And, and then, then, and then, see you, motherfuckers, later. Is that uh, a? That's Warhammer 40k. That's the right? that's the Warhammer uh, 40k like Doom clone. Sure. Over the top ripoff thing, and I'm like, this yep. is gonna be. This is even gonna if be it's great. bad, I'm gonna really enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. And then Space Marines 2 is coming out this year, Space isn't it? This is this is a motherfucker of a year for your old pal Phil, Kevin. I want you to know that. Uh, let me let me go over a few of the games that are coming out this year that I'm going to need to play. Uh, Aliens Dark Descent, which is a, uh, a real-time strategy aliens game, which, yeah. Uh, a new Vampire the Masquerade swung song. Not the Bloodlines 2 we wanted, but uh, that'll scratch an itch, I'm sure. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre video game, which I know basically nothing about, but I know I'll play. Uh, let's see. Oh, War Hospital. It's literally a strategy uh, si simulation game where you just run a hospital during war times. Uh, that's fucked. That's uh, sure. Yeah, it's got a very. It, it, it's is it got like a, two? Is it like a, a two point uh, hospital or like theme hospital? But it's wartime. It's no. It, it, I, I don't know. I never played those. But it, <laughs> that it, would it's, be awesome. It's got a real flavor of uh, of this war of mine. It's a bummer. Um, uh -oh. We've got Bummers, uh, huh? <laughs> yeah, bummer. I'm afraid so. Uh, RoboCop, Rogue, uh, Rogue City. Uh, uh, I'm even gonna fucking play Armored Core Six. Look at that shit. I'm playing. Look that at that. Thing. You're look you're at gonna, that. You're you are looking forward to a FromSoft game. How I is know. that possible? I know, and I'm playing it. It looks amazing. But it's, got, it's got mechs, so it's got yeah, an extra it, in for you. you know? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I, I've got to I've got to kick the door down on that one and and give it a shot. Uh, it, there's just so much going on this year with these games and I've just gotta I gotta learn to take it easy here uh, <laughs> because I because I'm an adult with uh, with uh, expendable income and and that could that could go yes. real pear-shaped if you're not careful Ooh, it could go it could go by <laughs> fast and uh, oh, yeah. you know I, I recommend um, if it's on sale I recommend trying out Terminator resistance which that is, is on my list yes that is because they are the uh, folks that are making the Robocop um, that looks really game. intriguing. So yeah, I've yes. got a, that, that'll be that'll be on the list as well. Yeah. So a real motherfucker of a year. It's um, it's gonna be a nightmare, Kevin. Just a nightmare. And you know what? It's it's gonna be a real motherfucker of a year for us too, but mm -hmm. in a good way. In a good way. Uh, motherfucker of a year. Parentheses positive. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> it already is. 
It already is. It you lovely, is. lovely people. You guys keep showing up. What is wrong with you? I don't know. Yeah, you know what? Don't answer that question. Just, just keep showing up. Just and, keep showing and up. And eventually, we when, we, when down the road, if you guys keep showing up, maybe we'll do a live show at some point. Oh, if, there's enough, that's, if there's enough of you, we're going to do a live show. That's, that's the, the goal. We get enough of you. We want to do a live show. I've already got plans for a PowerPoint presentation to go with it. Uh, oh, it's that's, gonna be, that's wonderful. It's probably going to be like a Sonic the Hedgehog picture book or something. Let's face facts. Uh, yep. and that's going to be mwah, perfect. So if you, if you want to help us get to the point where we're doing a live show, uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at PixelitPod. Uh, we're also on TikTok at PixelitPod. We're, mm-hmm. And uh, you can go subscribe to us on YouTube. Um I believe it's at Pixelit. I can't, I'm not sure, but you know, you just search Pixelit on YouTube, you're gonna find us. You're gonna find uh, us, that's a fact, we're, yeah. We're over 115 subscribers on YouTube now. Nice. Um, and that's all good news. Um, if you want to join our Discord, um, go to our website, pixelitpod.com, and there's a link there that will uh, jump you into our Discord. Um, join the community, have fun, chat, and uh, as we talked about at the head of the show, we now have a Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash thepixelitpodcast. Thepixelitpodcast, right? That's, yes, it's the, full the thing. Pixelit Got Podcast. It. yes. Yep, so go over there, go to Patreon, and and check it out. Do and it. Go to, go to the Discord and go to the website and join our mailing list and join us. Subscribe on Twitter and YouTube. Ah, ah, there are so many ways for you so to be annoyed by us. Join platforms. us. Good night, oh. everybody. Good night. <laughs>